With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode contains instances of sexual violence. Please use discretion. So shy. <laughs> yeah, Hi, you're so my, shy. This is my first time. <laughs> my name is Jennifer. I'm afraid to speak, speak in public. public. Come on. <laughs> Hi there. No. <laughs> that's that's Hi. the Jen I know. Hi, I'm Jen Lusk. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we suck at this. How do we suck at this after this many seasons? It's okay. We're just excited. We don't suck. We're excited. And what were you saying? That sounds like it could be in oh. a Jackie book, doesn't Ooh. it? Well, I was saying my name. And then you were going to say something right And I was going to say, this is... Dana Compton! <laughs> <laughs> and we're Scandalous Diamonds. We are! Thank God for that. I don't know if anybody else could be Scandalous Diamonds quite like we are. I swear I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Y'all, I... <laughs> You need to go to our YouTube video and see what she just did to me. <laughs> you know these episodes are on YouTube, right? Yes. Yeah, so I do know y'all that. Y'all need to go. No. Oh, oh, you're talking to I them. was talking to the okay, world. I got it, got it, got it. Got it. To the, okay, but to the you world. are the world to yes, me. Thank so you. I can see why thank that's confusing. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little OCD. And when things are <laughs> unstraight, I go boop and I straighten them. And then she's like a cat and comes and. <laughs> Punches it and gets it back to unstraight. Other people call that crooked. And I swear she's and cruising I laugh. for a bruising. She's cruising for a bruising. This I woman's laugh. gonna get smacked the hell out of. But I like things straight too. You do. I do. So you do. it's just it's just funny. You like things straight, but you also like to screw with people. <laughs> Which I love that about you. My mom has these gorgeous paintings, big, beautiful paintings. Really? And the and she since she moved from her house in Sugarland, she hasn't hired anyone to actually hang them properly. Oh, and they so, gotta be right. Oh my god! And I've just given up. Um, now she's oh. she's gone now. The she doesn't even live in Dallas anymore. But every time I'd go into her houses, it was just crooked paintings, oh. and I just felt like. Am I like in a Tim Burton film? Oh like every my God, time I yes. walk into my mom's house or it's you like know. Edward Scissorhands or yeah. something. Yeah. It's like I don't know, just things <laughs> were just wonky. Oh, so. I can't handle it. I can't. But she just doesn't see it. And I don't know she, if that's if she like an care. old age thing. Like you just yeah. Yeah. I mean, she didn't care, she didn't care, whatever. But ooh, that would drive me nuts. I would go and straighten everything and then I'd come in and of course it goes right back. Right. And I was like, fuck, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I can't. 
can't do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's not my paintings. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Anywho. Speaking of things hanging, look what we have. We have a board. We do. Lucky. Character board. And I'm loving Debbie Harry as Susan Martino. Can you just deal with that? Love, I cannot. Love, love. So I think it's perfect. Oh, good. Thank you. I love being able to reuse some of my old squares. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. I was like, oh, where's the lucky one? Uh Where's the gym? I I keep them You know, she has a Rolodex. (laughs) 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 No, better yet, one of those plastic recipe boxes. Yeah. And she just goes through... Pulls out the category instead of you know desserts. It's like main characters, <laughs> secondary characters, people who have been murdered. <laughs> I should do that. That could That'd be in the hilarious. scandalous diamonds museum. That would be. you know when we are immortalized. That's right. Um, oh my god, is there a Jackie Collins museum? There should be. <gasps> if there isn't, we can do a joint effort yes. for the scandalous diamonds museum yes. and the Jackie Collins museum. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right, well, let's work on that. Or just like a museum of fabulous authors. Oh, I love that. You know? Yeah. TM. (laughs) Don't even think about taking that one from us. It is written on this date, recorded for all posterity. (laughs) That'd be so cool. That would be cool. Anyway, well, what's been going on with you? We went to Costa Rica. You did, yes. It was amazing. It was. Quite possibly the best trip I've ever been on. Wow. It was incredible. Wow. Incredible. It was so beautiful. Did you see, were you like, you were like in the jungle. In the jungle, but also on On the the beach. beach. Now, did you see a lot of amazing wildlife? Oh my gosh. Did you see sloths? There were sloths (gasps) everywhere outside of our, did I show you the picture of the baby sloth? No, you We're going to post this. You showed me a picture, a video. Of what? Of your outdoor shower. <laughs> and I'm like, That's all this I is sent? great. But I w- and you showed me like a picture of where you had breakfast. That was So it. Dana sends me a picture this morning. Uh, not this morning, but one morning when she was gone. And I look and it's this picture of trees and in the jungle. And she's like, this was our view from, for breakfast. And then I sent a text back with a picture <laughs> of my armchair and ottoman and I was like, this is where I ate my cereal. <laughs> and I said, it's just beautiful. Well, it had a beautiful uh, Afghan made Hell from yeah. Dana on the yeah. Ottoman. So that's probably what she was talking about. Well, it was about. colorful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. This baby sloth Aww. was sleeping on his mom's belly. Oh. Look at this. I just, I die. Oh. We will post this, guys. I just, oh I die. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Look at the next picture. It's another another angle of the same baby. <gasps> and this was like right outside your window? That was at the Manuel Antonio National Park. Can I scroll or am I going to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, <gasps> you're oh in my a God, shared group photo album. Okay, so, good. Yes. Okay. okay. We had, oh, so outside our, I have pictures of the sloths that were outside of our villa, which I'll show you. And then we had Video. monkeys. We had the the oh, red bag squirrel monkeys. Monkeys were like grabbing shit. They from were you? Fr- at the other villa, but they left us alone. They oh, were okay. at our villa, but they didn't screw with us. Oh, okay. But the other there's two villas connected. You know the two the other villa. Poor Susu had to wrestle a banana away from one her breakfast banana. <laughs> she said I sat there and had to wrestle it away from it. We didn't have anything like that. They were very respectful. 
but they were jumping through the trees while you're outside in the shower. It was so wow. it was the two different kind of monkeys were the red backed squirrel monkeys uh-huh. and then the one from Outbreak. Remember that one? <laughs> no. Oh, here I'm at the monkey pictures now. The black is that yep. the Outbreak yep. monkey? That's the Outbreak okay. monkey. Yep. Yep. Um, when I lived in Japan, if you had your um, like patio door open or something, would they monkeys, come in? Yeah, they would just jump in your house. They warned us. They said, "Do yeah. not leave any of your exterior doors open because they yeah. will come and destroy they will come in. the place." Yes. So we were yes. terrified. We we're like, "Oh God, okay, we won't. We promise." It's <laughs> the last thing we need is a damn chase a damn it's, monkey. It's away. pretty funny. When you're chasing a monkey out of your house. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, this is really cool. I'm so glad you got to go. It was amazing. And it was the most beautiful wedding. And I have to say, we did great sightseeing at the National Park, Manuel Antonio National Park. We were in the Cuepos, town of Cuepos-ish in the Punta Reinas province, which is on the Pacific Ocean side. Mm-hmm. And we just saw the most beautiful stuff and a biologist took us through the national oh, park wow. okay. with a telescope. Oh wow. So that's how we got such a good picture of that yeah. baby sloth. Um but the sloths outside the villa were just I so love adorable. leaning trees on a beach. Oh me too. It's just like a postcard. Yeah. Everywhere you look was like a po- I couldn't I kept telling Jason, I swear I was like a broken record. Every five seconds I was like the whole five days, yeah. every five seconds, no matter yeah. where we were, I kept saying I cannot believe how beautiful this place is. Tell me about this uh, There airplane. is an airplane in the town of Cuepos. There is an airplane that the American government gave to... I'm going to get the country wrong, but it's one of the Central American countries. Jason's very excited. He's very excited about that about plane. About that plane. And it is an old World War II plane. <laughs> and we'll post this picture. It's an old World War II plane that... Oh, yeah, he's pumped. That um, they gave... To fight the drug wars and stuff, the, the cartels in Nicaragua. Okay. But a really long time ago. Okay. And that... Yeah, because pl- of the war on drugs. <laughs> Nobody won that one. No, that one was a... <laughs> I'd say it was a was a wash, probably, a wash. at the end of the day. <laughs> so, um, so this plane ended up in this town somehow. Uh-huh. And they built that bar... Around the airplane, that the wings, so cool. everything is inside that bar, and then you go up in the plane to order your drink. The bar is <laughs> inside the plane. It is the coolest because it's massive. That's really cool. It was one of the coolest things that we saw, and that was in in the town, and that was really really neat. But the villa was—I had never stayed in a luxury villa before. Mm-hmm. The villa was just first class. We had a Stop staff the room. That's the upstairs. Uh, just den where you can mm-hmm. just drink coffee or hang out. Okay. Um, really massive. Between yeah. the two villas, it sleeps 52 people. Holy crap. How many mm. of there were you? 36. 36. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that many people were going. Oh, yeah. And the thing about the group is it was the most eclectic mm-hmm. group of people and Everybody got along. That's good. So perfectly, and it was just because y'all didn't know anyone except we, the bride right. and groom, right? And one and one couple, and one couple. Yes, okay. Beth and Patton. We knew them and the bride and groom, and really, that was it. I mean, really. I mean, I had met three of the other ladies one time. Mm-hmm. You know, one afternoon. Right. Right. So that really, you know, and but everybody was just the group meshed so well. Good. And everybody just and everybody kept saying that they kept saying everyone here is so great. You know, like the group yeah. was just so perfect. 
So, and it was oh, interesting. Cool. It was people from all over the world. Yep. We had a family there from Denmark. Yes. And the two them. girls are 19 and 21, and mm-hmm. they were the funniest partyingest <laughs> fun girls I've ever, ever encountered in my life. They were so much fun. Very There's cool. hot tubs on every floor of this did village. Did it fit all 36 people? Oh, there was one that did. <laughs> Two what? that did. Two that did. Yes. It was crazy. Did you all good at it? We got it. <laughs> I lived in a swimsuit the whole damn yeah, time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was yeah. so amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. And the awesome. wedding was beautiful. It was on the fifth floor, the top mm-hmm. floor of the villa, uh-huh. and it was, it's almost like it went out at a point like mm-hmm. over the ocean, mm-hmm. so it's like you're surrounded by ocean mm-hmm. and rainforest. Wow. And it was incredible. Very nice. And just so sweet. Oh yeah. my gosh. It was really, really, really yeah. great. Well, good. I'm glad you had great a good trip. time. Thank you. It I'm was glad y'all amazing. are traveling. Y'all are yeah. getting out and traveling. Me yeah. too. Me yeah. too. You're going to... Vancouver next Vancouver. year. Okay, Vancouver. Okay. Yeah, I have a conference a there. A conference, okay. And so, you know, just and spend Jason a little extra time yeah, yeah, yeah. afterwards because yeah. it's like a week long. So. Okay. Yeah, so that's okay. our next international. And I've only been to Vancouver. I went to Vancouver for like an hour once. You did? Yes, We, my friend Kristen and I, we drove. We were in, I had just graduated high school and she was still in high school. And we yeah. drove to from Austin to Seattle and Olympia and we stayed like 10 days up in that area. That's a long drive. It was a very long drive. It was it was pretty it sounds it, it was it was adventurous. Sounds tough. And we had a map. We had our paper map. Oh, maps go. Oh, baby. yeah. We were it was this was 1996. Yeah, yeah. And um so we were just hanging out in Seattle one day and we we're like, "Well, fuck it. Let's go to Vancouver, you know. Let's do we're it. Like a 3-hour drive." So we we crossed the border. I won't tell you all about that but um we get to vancouver and we're like what do we do we had no canadian money oh <laughs> whoops <laughs> i mean we could have gotten some but we were just like Meh. like we had and then coming back so so we're there for like an hour you know You're and just checking it out the way quick. we looked you know everybody was like okay what are they doing and so getting into canada was no problem getting into the getting into the US. united states was was challenging oh, to no. say the least and we didn't do anything we were not buying drugs we're, but everyone of course thought we were of course of course <laughs> anyway so uh that was pretty fun we were reminiscing about that uh, not too long ago. That's hilarious. She lives in Seattle now. Yeah. And um, she so can go up drive there. up there and spend an hour anytime she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, don't do that without me. <laughs> yeah, because you I need somebody to help you get into the country <laughs> after that because it sounds like it was kind of a dicey group effort. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a difficult time getting oh. into Costa Rica. Did you get my text after? I was like... Money talks. Money talks. I mean... I was not paying her a damn (laughs) dime. This woman pissed me off. We had so many people go through together. We were all there together. Yeah. In line together. So... Susu and Monty are right in front of us uh-huh. with this woman, and she's waving. I have a wonderful trip, yeah. whatever. And we walk up, and she's like, she's like, oh, the Comptons. I hate them <laughs> immediately. I mean, we're just like, what? You know, we're like, hello, how are you? And your password, you know, mm-hmm. password. You go, you go. And so we're, you know, and so there was a. She pointed to a sign. She didn't speak very, very good English. Mm-hmm. It was extremely broken mm-hmm. English, which is fine. We're in yeah, our country, yeah. 
But, you know, here is our pass. So she pointed to a sign in English mm-hmm. that said, provide the name of your hotel mm-hmm. and provide uh, your return flight. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Sure. So I said, okay, our hotel is the um, Villa Punto de Vista mm-hmm. in Cuepos. Mm-hmm. And she said, I need to see the reservation. And you're like... Uh, and she didn't ask the people before yeah. us this. And I said, it's the exact same hotel they're staying at. Yeah. Because we're together. We're together. Yeah. And you just let them through. Yeah. And I know they don't have a reservation because none of us have yeah. a reservation. Yeah. None of us made this reservation. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, so I know they don't have a reservation. Uh-huh. So I said, um, well, I don't, I don't have a reservation. Then you can't come into the country. And I said, okay. Uh, it, it's it's a group, yeah, and none of us made the reservation, so yeah. we we are all meeting at this location, yeah. and it's it's the people you just let in. It's literally the, the exact same place they're staying. The person at. who made the reservation were they already there waiting yes. for y'all? Okay, yes, and so and that's the bride, and yeah. so she said she was just like, and then she looked at Jason and she said, "Take your hat off, sir." <gasps> And he was like, oh, okay. okay. And so he took his ball cap off and she looked at him, looked at his passport and he went to put it back on yeah. and she literally went, hat off. Wow. And he was like, okay. Like, I'm, wow. I didn't change people. Yeah. I'm the same person. Yeah. I'm yeah. just still standing. He did what she said and then yeah. he thought yeah. she thought was satisfied. She was just, yeah. yeah. She hated us. Wow. And so she said, um, she kept our passports mm-hmm. and made us go around the corner. She put our passports underneath her purse, by the way. And made us go around the corner till and come back when we have a reservation. And I was like, okay, all I can do is call the bride. That's all you can do. Because I, you know. Yeah. And so she we're, is we're absolutely the other people, not. Like, They're already see them. I know you can't linger, but did you see them at all? Like, no, they, waiting they for went y'all? out because they went out to go to the bus. Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. Okay. They've already, they're already out of the airport. Because wow. I look, Was there anyone nobody. behind you in your uh-uh. group? Y'all were the last ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Luckily for us, we were God. the last ones. It was like, oh, this is great. So I text one that's the girl I know yeah. in the group and said, hey, we're having some issues at customs, but please wait on us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they they can't leave without us, but, yeah, like, yeah. you know, we're working on yes. it, you know, yeah. just so you know. Because at one point, they're all going to look up and go, go where, the where are they? Yeah. You know, because we were all there together. Yeah. And so... Um, I call the bride and I said, hey, um, we're having a bit of an issue. And Jason is getting, I can tell he's getting like ratcheted up. He's getting really pissed mm-hmm. off because she's also being incredibly rude. Yeah. Like she's snapping at us and yelling yeah. at us. And we're just yeah. like, I, yeah. you didn't ask anybody else this information. Mm-hmm. Like why us? You know, it's crazy. And so... We, I, I called the bride and I was, and thank God she answered. Thank God. I was like, she might be in the middle of something. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. She might be on a zip line right now. I don't know. <laughs> She's been here for like three or four days, you know? <laughs> so I was so grateful she answered because I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do if she doesn't answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I could have called the villa. Yeah. I realized that later. If she didn't answer, I could have called the villa because mm-hmm. I did, she did give everybody that information. Oh, okay. Here's the address, here's the yeah. phone number, and they probably could have sent me something. Yeah. But anyway, at the moment when she answered, I was just like, oh, hi, okay, listen. I was like, look, I don't want to add stress to you right now, but I need a reservation. They will. And she said, what? They didn't ask me for that. And I said, they didn't ask anybody else for yeah. that either. Yeah. I don't know. She's very difficult. Y'all had something on there on a list that, something. You, that you met. Something. And, yeah. Yeah. Two really happy, smiling people that really just want to go have a nice <laughs> yeah. vacation. Yeah. yeah. And so um, she said, I don't think I have a reservation. And I was like, she's thinking like something I can email. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was like, 
Lynette, you got to send me something. something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, she literally said you're not getting into the country. And she is not kidding this woman. Yeah. She has our passports underneath her purse right now. Like, I really need to get that back from her. And I said, we're getting a little panicked here. And she said, I have the contract. And I said, send it to send me. It. That's, send yeah. it to me. Mm-hmm. And so she sent it to me. And this is such bullshit. We went back to the line. Mm-hmm. Waited in line again for mm-hmm. a really long time. We were just like, okay, this this is mm-hmm. cool. This is cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause you can't, when one opens, you can't go to just it. We gotta go to her. She's yeah. got her freaking passport. Yeah. So it's like, no, no, please go ahead. We'll yeah. just keep waiting on her. And so then we walk up and I say, here's our reservation. And I show mm-hmm. her the first page of the contract mm-hmm. and she looks at it. It doesn't even have my name on it. She looks at it and she goes, great. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you didn't even look at no. it cause it doesn't even have my name on it. Like yeah. I could have shown you any document. Yeah. She just was being extremely just, difficult. And then she yeah. told Jason one more time, take his hat off. <gasps> oh my God. He's like, cause he'd already put it back. God, yeah. we've been out of your line forever now. <laughs> like I didn't realize I had to keep it off that whole time. We were, you know, sequestered in the corner of the weird <laughs> San Jose, Costa Rica customs department. But, Oh, it was so stressful. And then we couldn't figure out how to get out of the airport. <laughs> We were the only people in our group that couldn't figure this shit out. Nobody speaks English. We do not speak Spanish, unfortunately. I've said many times I wish I did. But it was weird because... God dang. And I think it's because we were so discombobulated. Flustered is the perfect word. We were so flustered because, I mean, she was like, absolutely not. And by the way, I'm going to just yell at you. And it's like... Oh my God, you know? And so we were freaking out and we've never had this experience before. I've only been one time out of the country and the guy was so nice to me (laughs) in Germany. He was like, enjoy your time. I'm so happy birthday. And this is like such a different experience. And it was like, yeah, you'll get, you'll get several of those. The more you travel. Yeah. So I I remember this guy in Frankfurt at the airport. Yeah was um, I was moving to the EU. So I didn't have my my residence card yet, but I had all my paperwork yeah. to go that I had to take with me to, you know, show them. And I, and, you know, honestly, I should have just lied and said, oh, I'm just here for a vacation. Yeah. And give him my passport. But I didn't. But you, you were know? doing, you were being I honest. Doing, I was supposed to be doing. And he was going through everything. And then, of course, Diego got his EU papers, like, when he was, like, six months old. <laughs> Baby. So that was, like, the first thing I did. So he's fine. And so they're, like. <laughs> he's, like, the dog the, can the get dog him, you. <laughs> Enjoy your time here, Mr. He was like, I need you. (laughs) He's like, I need your your residence card. And I was like, I don't have a residence card. I just now all I was doing was taking Diego out to pee before our next flight. No. That's all I was doing. You should have told him to hold it. And (laughs) and (laughs) Mr. Lesko, sorry, you're gonna have to hold it. Um oh he he just screamed and screamed at me and I just I just didn't know what to do. You're like, I, I was like, I, I, I was like, well, here's pass. my American passport. So I can, I know legally I can come in. Yes. You know, for however, you know, 90 days or whatever. Right. Or whatever it is. Right. I know I can legally come in. And I just kept saying, I was like, I'm just going to go. And I knew the airport well. So I would, I told You're him, like, I'm just going to go out where the blah, blah, blah is. He didn't give a shit. And he's going to pee. And then we have to come back. 
and he's like he was yeah. nope he finally let us go but Jeez. um it's just weird it's weird it's very subjective v- yes it feels like yeah it depends on yeah. who you get yeah it just feels so subjective. The scariest uh, times I was detained was when I had a, I was in Bali and I had to get, I got a visa for just like the time that I was going to be there. So it, it really sure. was arrival time and departure time. Yeah, that's how well, Costa Rica was. Yeah. yeah. So I get to the airport and my flight's been canceled. Okay, no big deal. They just rebooked it for the next day. Uh-oh. Okay. So that's fine. Right. So, and I'm not even thinking, and I'm thinking like my flight, this isn't any of my fault. My flight's been canceled. They arranged a hotel. Nothing I can do. Yeah. You know, so, so I just, so went to the hotel the next day, went back to the airport, go in line, you know, and going through immigration. And he's like, your visa's expired. And I, I, yeah, I, I said, well, I explained, I was like, yeah, you can see I was on this canceled flight. And then he was, he was like, no, you're, you should have got taken care of this. What and, are and you I'm supposed like, to do? What the hell? Like I came to the airport yesterday and so, yeah, they took me in a room uh-uh. and I was so, I was trying to be calm and then I, I, I started out. yelling and I thought, oh my God, you Jennifer, you're going to go to an You Indonesian. started yelling? Yes. Oh my God. I was like, you're going to go to an Indonesian prison. Oh my God. You're going to get waterboarded. Water something. And so I was, I just, I was so pissed and I was like, I had a flight. You can see in my flight. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. Half to Jakarta and I stayed in Bali and And then the guy got up and left and then he like, oh God, it's a hysterical woman. Hysterical woman. Hysterical woman. Hysterical woman, hysterical woman. And then he came back and he was like, okay, here, bye. Here, please just leave. Please, oh, please. Oh, I was pissed. Oh, I and bet. I told him, I said, you're going to have a lot of people yeah. that are coming through. Get ready. Because I was at a conference. It's an and entire go, you're flight. have a lot of people that are coming through with expired yeah. um, visas. Get yourself ready for that. So you need to go talk to somebody at Garuda Airlines. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Sort that shit out. Unbelievable. Ooh. Ooh. Makes me mad. Oh, man. I was... I wasn't mad. So I was I panicked, you. and Jason was angry. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. we just have to stay calm, just yeah. because this lady's crazy." Yeah. So we got through, but then <laughs> we couldn't figure out how to get out. They're all waiting at the bus, <laughs> and it's and it's been for. I mean, it's been a long yeah. time, and we yeah. just flew this long flight. You ready to get on the? We had a three and a half hour yes. bus ride, so it's like let's get this show on the Everyone's road. Everyone's like, you know? "Oh my god, the oh, Comptons, yeah. god is this what it's gonna be like." They, don't ever invite them on another trip, you know. Just there, some sort of international, you know, issue with them. Invite them on a trip if it's to like Ohio. Ohio, you know, they can get in Ohio just fine, but anywhere else, you know. I don't know. I have a feeling like if y'all even went to Ohio, something would some happen. Shit. There'd be some shit. So then, but there was a um, like a security line, like you had to do your bags through yeah. security, and we were like, well, that's not the way out. Because oh, sometimes you have to. Well, we learned. <laughs> they were checking us for biological yes, matter, which yeah. I should have remembered that from Hawaii, and I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah. But I think it's because we were so flustered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so finally, we were like, the lady kept. She didn't speak any English, but we kept saying, "We want to leave. We want to exit. Yeah. We want to leave." And she was. She kept pointing at that. She knew what we were asking, yeah. and she was telling us right. And we were like. No, that's no. security, though. Like, that looks like security. And people were, I mean, it looked just like a security. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know. And she, 
we didn't have a lot of faith that she knew what she was doing because she kept saying, no sabe. Yeah, yeah. No sabe. And it was like, okay, no, we know you don't know what we're saying. Yeah, and I'm yeah. so sorry. We just want to leave. Yeah. How do we leave? Like, we finally got through. We just want to leave. Our friends were... So finally, I couldn't get any of my friends on the phone. Okay. Finally, I got one of them on, and they were like, just go through the biological thing. It looks like security. And I was like... Okay. okay, that's what we're going to, Jesus Christ, it was so stressful. And then we got on the bus, and I swear to God, I know you've experienced this, I had never experienced this before, but the three and a half hours on a mountain road in a bus, and it's like one lane. It's terrifying. And it's, every car plays chicken with you, and there were bicyclists and pedestrians the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. You just have to How close did nobody your eyes. Die? It, well, those drivers are. That's what they do. That's what they do. They know those. They know every dip and every curve. Oh my god! And you just have to put your faith in that. There were some potholes that were bigger than the bus we were mm -hmm. on. I'm sure of it. And then so we took <laughs> I'm a. Sure I'm sure of it. We took a puddle jumper back to the airport. We were like, we're not getting back on that bus. We can't. We paid for an airplane to take us to the airport. Twenty minutes on the airplane. Three and a half hours on the death defying mountain road. Why didn't you guys just do that to begin with? We could have, but we didn't, it was an option, but we didn't realize everybody was doing the bus. Yeah. We were like, oh, we'll see You'll stuff. See, that's true. And yeah, everybody's yeah, that's together. True. And so we yeah. weren't, you know. Yeah, you're thinking party bus. Right, that's yeah. exact. We stopped, first stop was at the liquor store. Yeah. First stop, so everybody's yeah. drinking. I was yeah. like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Well, three and a half hours later, we dragged our asses into the villa like, Oh my God, we're never doing that again. So we immediately, thank God, Beth on the trip, the one gal we knew, uh -huh. thank God she booked us on a puddle jumper. Her and her husband, me and Jason, it was like, Were y'all like done. on the bus getting there, like on your she phones? She did booking. it on the bus. That's funny. We weren't even there yet. And she's like, give me your passport. <laughs> give me your passport. Okay, Venmo me this much money. Okay. <laughs> it was the same price as the bus. Yeah. yeah. Same price as what we paid for yeah. our share. Well, you know, and it was it was like a it was like a tour, like we did like a tour on yeah. an airplane. It was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So well, you know, you got to experience both. That's right. Yeah, and then you know, you know, from now on, like, you know, but yeah, if we're ever gonna be in Central South America, let's plane it. Let's do the puddle yeah. jumper. Yeah, and or it was wherever. nice. It was like Other places. ten seats. It was nice. Yeah. It wasn't a small plane that would have scared the shit out of yeah. me. Well, the ten woman... seats. That's a small plane. Yeah, but it wasn't like a four seater. Oh, I mean, it okay. was it was substantial enough <laughs> that it was like we weren't like rah, rah, everywhere, you know. But it did look like um, what's the romancing the stone yeah. when we took off. <laughs> we were in this, I was shocked that the runway was paved. Yeah, the airport was a carport. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, this That's is interesting. So funny. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm glad y'all had a wonderful time. Thank you. I've never been there before, but I hear it's just amazing. It was beautiful. I have friends that have lived there, and they loved living there. Really? Yeah. It was. Everybody was very nice. Mm -hmm. The food's very bland. Oh, super bland. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but I maybe they do it because we're tourists. Maybe. And they, yeah. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't want to spice it I up have, too much. Honestly, don't even know. I mean, it, I don't know anything. Yeah. About, I bet you had some great fruit though. Oh, the fruit was oh. My oh. God. God, every day because yeah. you know the villa had a full-time staff mm -hmm. and when we walked out we got home and the first morning we were home i walked in the kitchen and i was like where's the where's the fruit tray? my fruit tray nico nico <laughs> that was our butler nico where's the there's not any coffee made um gosh okay what is nico not here <laughs> 
I know you get spoiled, so fast. Man, only five days, and I was like, well, we'll never be the same. Yeah. So Uh, what have you been up to? um, Well, recovering from a concussion. Yes. Did I talk about that? I mean, I had it for like, yeah, Yeah. I had it for a few weeks. It had just happened when we recorded last time. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So just doing that, I've just been really laying low. Good. And, um... Good. Taking care of yourself. That's it. I mean, it's so boring. I know. No. But I haven't really been able to, uh, haven't been on social media, on social media. So between seasons. So now y'all are, you know, you can see our social media stuff. Um, haven't really been watching much of anything. I've, uh, been doing audiobooks cause that's, yeah. that's all I could do it's, it's to better. entertain myself and podcasts. Yeah. So I've just, I can close my eyes and I can listen. That's great. So um, it's a good solution. Yeah, but I'm definitely getting better. Good. Yeah. So good. You look I good. Know that, well, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I've always looked great through the concussion. <laughs> <laughs> always made sure that I look tip top. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that way, when I, that way, when I say, "Oh, I have a concussion," then people go. Really? Yeah, I would I go, never I have guessed. I know, I know. You're so put together. I would I never know, have guessed. I know. Like, what are you supposed to be all bedraggled if you have yeah. a concussion? Yeah. Well, there's, <laughs> there was a day when I just had like dark circles. Really? Like, I probably still have some dark circles under my eyes. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's funny like, as crap. Anyway, that's all I've been doing. Um, I'm not dizzy anymore. I can look. Hey, good. Yeah. Today I was like stacking a couple chairs though at work, and I was like. Whoa, I got a little dizzy. From a little that. lightheaded. A little lightheaded. Yeah. But, um, but it was it was real fast. But so. you know your limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So that's it. <laughs> Dana's like, oh, she goes drinking. I'm so maybe sloth and I sat on the beach for days on end. A guy named Juan rear-ended me and gave me a concussion. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and he didn't have any insurance. God dang it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can tell you about a book I read. Oh, excellent. And I'll tell you about a book I read i hope you do well i, I might not <laughs> well now i might not so i don't know i read american ghost a family's haunted past in the desert southwest oh by hannah nordhouse true story okay written by the woman who experienced it okay so i'll just read the description oh god no i won't it's like seven pages long <laughs> i'll just recap it real quick okay. so she's a journalist okay uh, this this uh hannah nordhouse okay she's a journalist and she her family originated in santa fe mm-hmm. and she has a lot of family she was raised in albuquerque okay she has a lot of family still in new mexico but she's somewhere else like mm-hmm. new york city or something mm-hmm. you know doing big journalism things okay and so she discovered through talking to family members that her great-great-grandmother is Julia, who is the most famous ghost in Santa Fe. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then she goes on a big, long, you know, exploratory Mm -hmm. mission to figure out exactly what's going on. Now, have you heard about Julia from Santa Fe? Yes. She haunts La Posada, which is Julia's home. They were the richest family in Santa Fe. Okay. Julia's home, which is now a hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah, she haunts La Posada. I kept waiting you to say, it's a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) It is a new Mexican (laughs) restaurant. A new Mexican restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a Mex Mex restaurant. Mex Mex. 
Definitely not Tex-Mex. Mex-Mex. 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 So she, I have heard of the ghost of La Posada. Okay. And I didn't know the story. So she... Have you been went, to La Posada? I have. Okay. I've just been to the lobby. Okay. I've never stayed Did there. Did you feel anything? I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. But that was at a time in my life when I think I wasn't maybe as open mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was many, many years ago. Oh, okay. So okay. it's no time recent. Okay. And so if I went now, I bet you I'd yeah. see some Julia mm-hmm. action. Okay. So that's going to have to be on my next list mm-hmm. of things to check off. Mm-hmm. But it's really fascinating. It's a beautiful place Mm -hmm. and it was a incredible mansion it's right next to the cathedral Mm -hmm. and it's a very fascinating story where you get the sand oh no that's out that was way way out yeah that's the cathedral that we have a picture of in our stairwell okay which i'll show you (laughs) after this um or you want to go right now (laughs) i'm just kidding okay um so (laughs) but it's interesting i'm all settled um, in you're you're comfortable yeah i'm comfortable yeah yeah. oh and we are we are working We are recording. Yes. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. see it anytime. That's fine. That's okay. Fine. okay. Yeah, it's interesting. She finds out a lot of information and she uncovers a lot of scandal. Ooh. Because she died under mysterious circumstances. Ooh. Which is why she haunts La Posada. Oh. And it she might have been murdered. Ooh. She might have committed suicide. <gasps> she gets into it. Mm. You should read it. Mm. I listened to the audiobook. It's on Hoopla. Hoopla. So, Love it. Really good. Okay. Okay. I thought it was extremely fascinating. Good history lesson. Yeah. But a lot of scandal. Okay. I love it. Five stars. And do they describe the mansion? Is that oh, like in there? Okay. You know, big time. Okay. Oh, yeah. You love the houses. Okay. They okay. The construction of it, it was like the most advanced mm-hmm. 1800s home in Santa okay. Fe. I mean, really cool. Okay. And it's just incredible. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I read The Flight Attendant okay. by Chris Bajalian. <laughs> <laughs> another, <laughs> another Chris Bajalian book. <laughs> so, <laughs> The Flight Attendant by... Chris Perfection. I there love you that. You have that really well teed up. There you go. I tell you, I might do this for every single <laughs> author because I think it's funny. So The Flight Attendant is a television show, series. Okay. Um, I don't know how you watch it. Maybe on HBO. I'm not sure. Okay. And um, so I hadn't watched it, but then I came across the book. It sounded great. I just read the uh, the Hour of the Witch. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. Chris Bajalian. I already closed yeah. off the window. And <laughs> Chris Bajalian. And um, so I thought, oh, I, I liked that one enough. I'll yeah. read another one. And it's it's like a present day one. So okay, well, that was interesting. He has a, a range. Yeah, that and is cool. um, so it's about a flight attendant who is an alcoholic, and that's dangerous. Yes. And she has different suitors in, in different towns, which I think is fabulous. I, mean, that's I kinda, love that. Kind of awesome. Um, and she, well, she meets a guy on her uh, flight, and I can't remember where they were going. I think they were in Dubai. So they get to Dubai, and he invites her out. And so she goes out with him. They sleep together at his hotel. She wakes up. And he, his throat has been slit. <gasps> and he's in bed next to her. With, and she's like covered in blood. What? And she has no recollection because they drank and drank and drank and partied. And she has like no recollection. 
Oh my gosh. And so it just that took a twist it I goes, didn't expect. It goes yeah. So she she's like trying she's trying to figure out who killed him. People obviously the police, like there's all kinds oh of stuff happening. So gosh. Okay. and um I started watching the show yeah. and it was fine. I just didn't really get into it. It's just okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Oh, that is a nightmare. Oh my god. Can you imagine? And it's like, what do you do? Like, you read all these books or you you listen to, like, Dateline or 2020 or something. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe they just didn't call the police, you know? And but it's then, like, but you just, you panic. And then, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't either. Because then you're in, you know, another country. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would, like probably just want to go into my embassy first. I would go straight to my embassy. Straight to the embassy. And explain the situation. And say what happened. And be like, look. This is, I don't know, but then would I? Or would I just be so nervous I would just get the fuck out of the country? But then your fingerprints are everywhere. And when they do a murder investigation, you're everywhere. I know. You're probably on CCTV going in his room with him. Oh my God, I would be so scared. Oh my God. Okay, well the moral of that story is... Don't get so hammered you don't know what the hell you're doing. Right. But what if you get drugged? Well, then you don't know. Yeah. It's out you of know? your hands. I don't know. Anyway. Wow. What so. a great premise. I feel like that probably won't ever happen to me, but... I don't I know. Mean, Listen, you never know. Never say never, Jen. <laughs> I mean, never say never. Never say never. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a necklace oh. that I may or may not have already featured. I can't remember. Do you recognize I it? Don't, no, I don't recognize that. Okay. Cool. Is it one necklace? Is it like it's double one. strand? It's oh, one triple okay. strand. It's triple strand. But it's just one necklace. Oh, okay. It all meets at the class. Okay. You know? So this is a, I forgot about this necklace for a little while. Mm-hmm. I've had it for over 20 years. And it's Brighton, mm-hmm. which is a brand they used to sell in Western towns like Stephenville, Texas mm-hmm. at the Hallmark. At the Hallmark? At the Hallmark store. The Hallmark store? store? Oh, yeah. okay. The <laughs> card store? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, jewelry at the card store. Listen, hey. I mean, I don't, they may have sold it other places. That's yeah. where I only ever saw it. Okay. So um, a lot of things lean in towards the Western and the mm-hmm. Brighton stuff, but then there have, they have stuff that's not as. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's got some turquoise on mm-hmm. it, and it's a beautiful necklace. I have the matching earrings and the matching bracelet. Mm-hmm. And I wore this to the wedding. Oh, okay. And I got a lot of compliments on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I need to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. Because it's a very go. pretty necklace. It's beautiful. Thank you. That's I've had it just fly. forever. And That's the bride loved it. <laughs> so I found an ex- the exact oh, same one on eBay. And, and I just it got it her. and someone gave it to her. Because she loved it. And yeah. I was like, oh, I've had this forever. Yeah. And I found it, and it was—it's in perfect condition. Looks there just like mine. So wow, there I'm you go. Give it to her. Okay. Well, that was sweet of you. Hell yeah. Oh, I need to start complimenting everything all the time. Yeah. And she'd be like, "Oh, Jen, I just oh, sent you. I, just... I love those carrot diamond earrings. Those are so amazing." <laughs> Let me see if I can find. Two weeks later. <gasps> oh. <laughs> well, that's so nice. <laughs> you know, I've told you about the. The teacher I had from India that gave me the bracelet. Yeah, I featured that bracelet. You did, and oh my gosh, I was like, I, I, I can't, I can't That's accept this. But so she was surprising. like, No, you complimented me, and you get it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I love everything about you mm-hmm. and every, your home, your yeah. car, 
Everything. <laughs> Everything you have. I love your stock portfolio. <laughs> You have the most beautiful stock portfolio I have ever seen. <laughs> that is so good. Not almost fit my drink. Out. I love your left kidney. <laughs> that left kidney is gorgeous. Gorgeous. I would <laughs> love to have that. What are you wearing? You crazy? Um, you crazy person? I. <laughs> I'm wearing these very long. Those are something. Earrings, and I have to like take them off to look at them. They're just they're just beads. I bought these. Um, gosh, probably about like 15 years ago, or so, 14, 15 years ago. In uh, I think I got them in Singapore, and yeah, they're just fun beads, black and gold. Um, nothing special. They probably just cost a couple bucks, but they're really fun. They're fun. They're very long. They are. They're like laying on your chest. Yes. Yes. They're very, very long and, you know, just fun to wear. They're perfect for this book. Perfect for this book. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I thought it'd be fun. I like them. I can just like take the beads and play with them. (laughs) They're really fun. (laughs) I That's like great, them. yeah. I like yeah. them. They're so. unique. I've never seen anything quite like that. If yeah. y'all want to see what this amazing jewelry looks like, go to our social media. You can go to Instagram. You can go to Facebook and follow us there, and you can see the pictures of all this. Yes. Yes. And a picture of a baby sloth. Laying on his mama's, his mama's belly. belly. Oh, my God. And his little <laughs> nose. <laughs> He had a little um, bow nose. He did have a little. He looks a little bit like yeah. bow. Yeah. Oh, I died a little when I saw that. <laughs> I just couldn't even. I could not even with that. Ah, oh, that was precious. That it was precious. was precious. Yeah. Well, I think okay. before we get into the book, I think you know what I have forgotten about this whole season. Yeah. Is nasty, nasty women. Nasty women. Let's do one real quick, huh? Okay. What do you think? Mm, okay. Mm, all right. <laughs> if you insist. Okay, this one is from our Lord and Savior, Susan B. Anthony. (laughs) Our Lord and Savior, I thought you were going to say Jesus Christ. Oh, he was a nasty woman, I think. He was, actually. really look into what he was all about. If you really look into it, He was right in line with what they were saying, treat everybody fairly. I mean, there's a lot to be said. Mm -hmm. Susan B. Anthony said, There should never be another season of silence until woman had the same rights everywhere on this green earth as man. Yes. No wonder she got a whole dollar, her face on a dollar. That's worth it. (laughs) She said that in 1867. Wow. She was known for the women's suffrage movement, of Mm -hmm. course, Mm -hmm. women's rights activism. She was the first woman to appear on American currency. That's that dollar Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. She just absolutely changed the game for women. She was so integral in the women's suffrage success that the 19th Amendment to the Constitution, which gave white women the right to vote, has been Mm -hmm. nicknamed the Susan B. Anthony Amendment. Mm -hmm. So she's a big deal. And, you know, she didn't see the women's suffrage in her lifetime, Mm -hmm. but she laid the groundwork. Yes, absolutely. Passed away in 1906. Um, but, you know, really phenomenal. But 
I'll say the quote one more time mm-hmm. because I think it's that good. Susan B. Anthony said, There should never be another season of silence until woman had the same rights everywhere on this green earth mm-hmm. as man. Mm-hmm. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. Nasty woman. Until people stop asking working women with families, how do you do it? How do you but do it? But they don't ask men that. How do you do it? And I think the red carpet's changing now. Like, they used to only ask the women, like, who just talk about their fashion. Who are you wearing? And uh-huh. the men, they would talk about their work. Yep. And now it seems like they're are like, they oh, a little who better? are you wearing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, not that I watch, like, red carpet stuff all the time, but. Oh, well, they need to be a little getting a little better, better yeah. there. Yeah. But the one, like, how do you do it? That how do you cra- do it? That cracks me up. How do you do how it? How do you do it? How do you work do and have a family? Yeah. Mm, so fascinating. <laughs> Fuck you. What I say. Jeez. Unbelievable. Oh, love it. All right, we ready to get into this book? Let's like do it. it. Like it. So right. excited. Do you feel like you're struggling with your mental health? Do you find it hard to cope with the challenges of daily life? You're not alone. There's help available at the Landry Therapy Group. Their experienced therapists provide a safe space for you to share your thoughts and feelings and learn coping strategies to improve your mental health and overall well-being. Whether you struggle with anxiety, depression, anger management, PTSD, or balancing the stressors of daily life, it can feel overwhelming and impact every aspect of your health. They also offer psychological evaluations that can provide official diagnosis and recommendations for most psychological, learning, behavioral, and social disorders. Asking for help can be hard, but it's also one of the bravest things you can do. So brave. So take the first step because you deserve to feel better. If you are within the state of Texas, please call Tiffany or Shay at Landry Therapy Group and they will walk you through every step and find the right therapist for you. And if you're outside the state of Texas, reach out to them and they will connect you with resources in your area. Call or text 214-306-4898 or visit LandryTherapyGroup.com. Hope, help, and heal with the Landry Therapy Group. We love everything sparkly and shiny, but we love sustainable and ethical too. That's why we're huge fans of Laura Elizabeth Jewelry, made by women for women. Her signature designs include delicate silver, gold, and brass necklaces, elegant earrings, hammered brass cuffs, and artisanal look rings. And now, Scandalous Diamonds fans can get 10% off Laura Elizabeth jewelry by using the promo code SCANDALOUS. Just go to LauraElizabethJewelry.com, load up your cart with amazing handcrafted pieces, and don't forget to use the promo code SCANDALOUS at checkout for 10% off. I now have a board I can stare at, so I'm really happy about that. Okay, let's recap. Great idea. Lucky and Dimitri had sex. (laughs) That's so crazy. So remember the first episode when Dana was like, oh, that's so gross. And then after I read the sex scene, Dana was like, oh, that was hot. (laughs) So hot. It was the hottest sex scene I've read in a long time. And I would have never thought it was Dimitri. Color me surprised. (laughs) 
Uh, Lenny got a room in LA and he got a gig at Foxy's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gino and Susan got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are doing chapters 17 through 27. And we are going to go chapter by chapter. Oh. So I haven't done that in a long time, but we're going to do that. So there'll be some skipping around just in the in the Jackie way yeah, yeah. that we love. All right. Uh, chapter 17. Lucky found out about Gino's engagement early in the morning after Dimitri left. She drove her Ferrari out in the desert for a while and then returned to the hotel where she saw Gino. Did she just go way out into the desert and then just stand on the side of the road and just scream her probably, head off in probably, anger probably. and angst? Yeah, okay. probably, yeah. He tried to tell Lucky he got engaged. He's like, oh, hey, I'm just, good morning. I was just getting some croissants and some bagels <laughs> and uh, got engaged last night. <laughs> but Lucky said she already heard. And then Gino asked her if she was mad. And Lucky told Gino she heard about the engagement from Matt. So why would she be mad? Obviously, oh, she was mad. That's the I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard it from Matt. So why should I be mad? Oh, that's so yeah. good. Gino fingered his scar <laughs> and said it just happened. And he thought that she was at Francesca's party last night. And she didn't tell him that she was fucking Dimitri. No. Oh. Lucky was scared, though, because she wasn't sure what place she would take. When Gino got married. You know, they'd only been, remember, they'd yeah. been back for a year. It's tenuous. Yeah. All right. If they, Gino takes her last name, he's Gino the Ram Martino. <laughs> That's kind of cute. Gino Martino. I love <laughs> That's it. That's cute. No chance he would take her no, name. No, of course. I, I ain't taking your name. Not what do you mean? I'm broad. a Angelo. <laughs> my, my name <laughs> means something. <laughs> Fingering your scar. I almost wish I still had my bamboo scar. It was pretty a epic. <laughs> so I could... Actually, no, I don't wish I had that. But you that, could finger I, I was it. always fingering that. That was like a perfect season five thing to have. <laughs> if y'all are like, what the fuck is she talking about? Just go back and listen to go season listen. five. Go listen. It's really funny. They made their way to Lucky's penthouse, and when they entered, there were baskets of sterling silver roses everywhere. Lucky quickly read the card. It was signed, Dimitri. <laughs> And to hide it from Gino, she said that Francesca sent them as a thank you. Oh. They got back to talking about Gino and Susan. Uh, Gino told Lucky that Susan said she would be jealous, and Lucky informed Gino he would have a lot of problems if he married her. Okay? And she doesn't I don't know she's just saying this like out of anger or, you know. Um, then Gino informed her he'd made a lot of mistakes in his life, and he got through them. I mean, okay. he was probably like, listen, I had my first marriage to Cindy. That was a mistake. But I just tossed her out of the, the window of the Park Avenue penthouse. Okay? I can handle my shit. Fixed. Okay? Fixed. <laughs> no problem. Just tossed her out of the window. My God. <laughs> he told her to put a smile on her face and basically suck it up. Oh. I mean, which... I he's mean, not you wrong. can marry who you want to marry, he's you know? Not wrong. Like, he's been single a long damn time. Yeah, and just, I mean, even if he hadn't, like, he's. Yeah, marry who you want. I mean, who cares? You know, like, it, it might be hard, but yeah. He's she's gotta, just unhappy because she's. She's, yeah. She's kind Lenny of a bitch. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> 
She asked about Atlantic City. So remember, she had been there at the opening of the book, um, telling Gino she needed a yes or a no to move forward or not um, on that hotel that they were going to yeah. build together. And Gino said he needed to get to L.A. with Susan so they could tell her kids, Susan's kids in person, that they were getting married. Um, so he just really couldn't handle that right now. Ooh. And Lucky lost it inside. I so bet. she's just holding on to that. Uh. I mean, come on, Gino. Like, seriously, like, yes or no? Like, yeah. at this point, yeah. you know. No, that's um, unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, after Gino left, Lucky called Boogie to get a full rundown on Susan Martino. Mm, tell me about her. Demi- not yet. Oh, I want to know. <laughs> okay, okay. But we'll get there. Okay. Dimitri also left two messages, and Lucky wasn't sure she wanted to see him again. Okay, stage five clinger. But after looking around at the flowers, she decided to call him back. Oh. They spent Dimitri. I love that two messages. I'm like, oh, he wants to see me again. I'd be so excited. <laughs> I would. Ex- I would have expected him to play it a little cooler. But uh, I'm, but I'm no, glad he isn't. I'm over that. Romantic. He's too old for that. Yeah, you're right. He's you're too right. old for that. Well, I'm just thinking There's... for her, she gets easily pissed off. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. But I think it's super romantic. I love it. Yeah. Listen, leave two messages with me. Please. Call me. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I just, I can see her being like, oh my yeah. god. I mean, just don't like sit in a corner, you know, and at night while I'm sleeping and stare at me. You yeah. Know, that, that's that's just a, like a basic. That's you know. You know. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, they spent Dimitri's last night in Vegas together, and they got along very well. Oh, I'm so happy about this. But even after sex again with Dimitri, he was thinking about Francesca and knew she would come crawling back to him. So, Dimitri. I know. Whatever. Uh, Gino and Susan headed to LA that day. Susan lived in a beautiful house in LA, but in two years, she would be broke. Okay. Tiny had made a lot of money in his life, but he spent most of it. Mm. The house was mortgaged to high heaven and the cars were leases. Gino didn't know any of this. Susan picked Gino to be her man from a long list of others. She was desperate and didn't care that Gino was a shady businessman. She rented a house in Las Vegas for a month, and then during that time, she was able to snag Gino. So this was all her plan. Oh, no. Susan hated having sex with Gino. She thought he was crude, but she patted herself on the back for the outstanding performances that she gave. And there's a backstory. We'll le- we will learn in okay. this episode, okay? Okay. Um, when, well, I mean, he may be real shit in bed. He might be. Listen, I mean, he's not he known for the... being emotionally connected to people. <laughs> I wonder if he still hands out $100 bills. I'm sure he does to, you know, it's basically like him saying, I'm sorry, I'm such a dick. <laughs> what if, what if Gino was like really rich and like, like 900 um, AD and he was like handing out dimes? Like that was like a lot of money. Handing out dimes, and then he's still like, here's a dime. (laughs) It's a dime. Don't spend it all in one place. 
When they arrived at her house in L.A., she told Heidi, her Swiss live-in help, it was Heidi and um, she had a husband, and they lived in, I think, like a garage apartment or a guest house or something. She told Heidi that Mr. Angelo would stay in the guest room, and Gina was shocked, and Susan said it was for show, but deep down, I bet she was hoping that she could do the deed and then send him away. Be like, no one can catch us, Derek. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's what She'd I was be like, thinking. oh my God, I'm in a bed by myself. This yes. is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, chapter 18. Lenny was a hit at Foxy's, and mm. Foxy offered him a three-month contract. Well, that's good. Yeah. Joey connected him with Isaac Luther, an L.A. agent. Lenny wasn't sure about the three-month contract, um, but Luther said it was the way to go, and Lenny trusted him because he did well for Joey. You know, Joey's uh, has got on a regular show, so yeah. that was a good deal. And they had the same goals, stardom, big bucks, and creative control. Okay. Okay? So it seems like a good move. Good. And where else is he going to go? Right. You know? Right. He wanted to get out of New York. Right. He got no, fired good. in Vegas, so yeah, it's a good deal. Um, and Eden is there, you know, oh, I knew you wanted to see right. Eden. Foxy had its regular customers and then those who were just there for the night. So almost everyone loved him. And if there were any hecklers, Foxy took care of them. Jackie described Foxy as an old Don Rickles <laughs> with flashes of Buddy Hackett. Oh. And Charlie Callas. I don't know who Charlie Callis is, no idea. but I know Don Rickles and Betty Hackett, okay. so I thought that was pretty funny. That's hilarious. One night, Foxy asked Lenny if he knew Rainbow. So he's like, oh. hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny explained the connection. He's like, I know Rainbow. <laughs> uh-huh. And Foxy was delighted to hear that Lenny was Alice the Swizzle's son. Ah. Foxy said he always remembered the good ones, and Lenny probably vomited a little in his mouth thinking of that. He was probably like, oh, you're in oh, sex with my mom. Great. Oh, That's okay, nice. Thanks. thanks. Foxy also had three regular strippers. A glorious-looking Mexican girl with long blue-black hair. A Swedish blonde with gravity-defying boobs. Oh. I love it. And a graceful Asian gal. Okay. And Rainbow trained all of them. All right. Now, please note, when you read this, it is it was written a long time ago. In the 80s. And we say Asian now. Um, and yes, and, and I know a lot of people have said other things and, but you know, so don't be, I'm just going to warn everybody. Okay. Got it. Like, oh my goodness. Uh, since Lenny was settled in LA, he called Jess and left messages with Wayland, but Wayland never remembered or didn't never get those messages. He never got those. Yeah. Um, he also called Eden three times. Oh, Santino picked up the first time. No one picked up the second time. And the answering service picked up the third time. So the first time, Lenny hung up on Santino. Okay. And declined to leave a message with the answering service. Okay. So hasn't been able to reach her. Interesting. A few nights later, Rainbow would be out to watch Lenny, and Foxy told him he'd better be funny or he was out. So apparently, like, Rainbow's the end-all, be-all. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go back to Vegas to Jess. I remember her mother is very sick. She's been dying for a long time. Yes. And right. so she goes, to, she's at the hospital and she goes every day to see her. Oh. So she goes and visits her mom. 
Um, she was in a ward with other terminally ill people and just hated to see the empty beds that were only recently occupied. Mm-hmm. So she's been going there every day for over a year. Yeah. And so it's probably, you know, has met other people. That's hard. Um, this time her mother's bed was empty. A nurse told her that her mom passed away <gasps> the day before, Aww. and someone called and left a message. Fucking Wayland. Mm-hmm. Leave that loser. <sighs> she didn't want to go home to him, but she had to because Simon. Yeah, was there. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just really wanted Lenny and was pissed that Matt fired him. So remember, at this point, she doesn't know why yeah. Matt fired him. Okay, chapter 19. Gino met Nathan and Gemma, Susan's kids. Mm, he was impressed. <laughs> well, he was impressed by them. Oh, oh. That took uh, a turn I didn't expect. He thought they were uptight and perfect. Nathan was a law and philosophy student at USC. He had brown hair and eyes and pol- <laughs> he had eyes. <laughs> he had brown hair and brown eyes. Got it. <laughs> and polite manners. Okay. He made straight A's, played football, he surfed, and he was popular with the girls. Wow. Gemma was pursuing a career in interior design. She was super skinny with short honey-colored hair and was engaged to a boy she met at school before she dropped out. She dropped out of college to, okay. to go into interior design. Uh, Gino had wished Lucky and Dario could have been like Gemma and Nathan. <laughs> wow. Susan told Gino they liked him, but that was a lie. Oh. Remember this was like a scam. They thought he was a low life. Oh. And Susan made it very clear they needed Gino to keep up with their lifestyle. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Dimitri left Vegas, and Lucky was glad. She's very much like a... She's, she's, know, yeah, she's a business lady. Yeah. Listen, she's yeah. got work to do. She didn't want to be with a man old enough to be her father. Um, he sent her more baskets of roses and wanted her to call him and join him on his yacht. I would have been like, okay. Oh, yeah, I'll come right now. This sounds good. Okay. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did uh, you say they're sterling silver, silver roses? Yeah, and I don't I don't know if that's their actual sterling <laughs> silver or that's the name what of the rose. What are you going to do with all these? Should we? I, I, I have a feeling that Cause they're if, just uh, the rose, the name of the particular rose. Okay, you know, you like a have knockout ton roses. of sterling silver. I'm gonna be like, if you send one more freaking bouquet of all this metal to my house, I gotta know where to put this shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they're like, they're actually like silver. Oh, I've never or seen or lavender. Like it. It's oh. a true and original lavender rose. I know what it looks like. Those are beautiful. That's what I I figured. I was like. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of metal. Yeah, I wasn't out. thinking. I was thinking. Oh, that just must be the name of the type of rose. And okay, that makes a lot more. I've never heard sterling silver roses. I haven't either. I mean, I have uh, like five knock, five or six knockout rose bushes. That's all we have. The less household. We don't have sterling silver roses. Maybe one day. Well, you might want to change that because <laughs> sounds like they're pretty sounds big like deal. a lot of work. <laughs> knockout roses are so easy. Clip them a little bit, put some sand and some water on them. Done. Voila. And sunshine. <laughs> they need lots of sun. And that's it. Okay. Uh, when I learned that I could grow those, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the gardening segment of, of Scandalous, Scandalous Diamonds. Scandalous Gardening. 
has. Yeah. Hey, I'm pretty uh, proud of my garden. You should be. It's beautiful. Well, thank you. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> feel like I learn something new every year. We and you know house. I have a greenhouse now, a little one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've ha- I got oh, it last year for the winter, and it's okay, I do amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We have a house down the street that they just put out a bunch of um, fake flowers and Do they look bad though? They look terrible. Oh, okay. Because yeah, otherwise, cause I'm you on can board. Get some good, yeah, I'm on board. I think it's brilliant. But these are <sighs> these are like from the Dollar Tree. Or oh something. no, no, like no, it's, no, it's, no, it's no, not no. good. It's no. not good. There's a, I it's saw a this funny one. video um, of this lady who was saying that her HOA was complaining about their bushes not being green, and her husband was out there spray painting <sighs> them. And I was like, that is that's brilliant. brilliant. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And then I found out my dad said he had a little patch. In his yard, and he did the same thing. Good for him. Brilliant. Just, it was, he said it was a teeny tiny little patch. I can't remember. Couldn't get it green what it, for yeah, whatever reason. Something happened. I can't remember. And he just said he went and sprayed it. Fabulous. Oh, yeah. Okay. Easy. Anywho. All right. Uh, Lucky did not miss Dimitri, okay. but she missed Gino. He said that he would only be gone for a couple of days, but already a week had passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. She still needs an answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boogie returned with his report on Susan. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so excited. Nothing crazy. Okay. She was a house... Nothing crazy in the report. No, okay. (laughs) She was a housewife and um, out about in the social scene uh, when she was married to Tiny. Uh, She never fooled around that was in the report. Um, And they had two kids. Nathan was 19, Gemma's 20. Uh, Lucky told Boogie to get a report on the offspring. Oh. She's trying she's trying the only scandalous news that she found out is that susan was broke i was about to to ask if she found that and if something didn't change soon she would lose her mansion so lucky figured gino was already paying the bills there and i don't know if that they have so much money i don't even think that faces her her. Yeah. yeah yeah Lucky finally talked to Gino 10 days after he left. She was furious about the Atlantic City deal. She was trapped in a business with Gino and couldn't make a move without him. She probably knows in her head exactly what she wants to do. Yes, of course. Exactly how she she has to to have his sign off. Yeah, so she decided that she wanted Gino to buy her out. She's done. Wow. All right, chapter 20. Why didn't she buy Gino out? Um, and then run her businesses. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's what I would do, but okay. Whatever. Okay, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You want me to call her and ask Yeah, would you, would you find out? Because that, mm, I feel like she's, she's given up a good opportunity here. But okay, we can talk about that later. And now we meet Rainbow. Mm. Jackie described her as a ruined beauty. Oh. But a spectacular Ruined beauty. What a great description. She had thick, pale red hair and crinkles around her eyes and mouth, but her body was amazing and her breasts were magnificent. Oh, I love all of this. Lenny pegged her to be in her mid-50s, which is so funny with these ages. Yeah. Because nowadays it's so different. It's so different. So, because I was thinking she was like in her, like Foxy's in his 80s or something, right? Yeah. So I was thinking right? she was around there too. But That's I what was I was like, picturing. oh my gosh, it's so funny. So anyway, in her 50s, my like, gosh. Okay. Well, think so. Lenny's 30 and Alice is his mom. And he, so, so it makes sense in her, in her 50s. mid-50s. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just thought that was so funny. 
uh, you know, and like uh, Susan's 49. Oh, my God. When she and Lenny spoke for the first time, Rainbow alluded to the fact that Jack Golden had a go with her many years before. So, again, he's probably like... As Rainbow drank her brandy and milk, that's her favorite drink, she told Lenny, I know, (laughs) she told Lenny to listen to Foxy because he knew the business. Um, I mean, he has a very successful... Yeah, bar. right. So he knows lots of people, I bet. Right. Lenny just kept checking out her boobs in her low-cut dress and remembered the time he and Jess secretly saw her show. Oh. Rainbow still did the same act. <laughs> Nothing had changed, and people went wild for her. No way. Yeah. What is she, like a boudoir? What is I she I think doing? something like that. It was very, Kinda very slow, like it. and it was very, you know, so if... If she had been doing this 30 years before, so she was doing this in the 40s. Wow. So, you know, kind of think about, like, that style. And think. remember um, Carrie uh, Berkeley? Yeah. And how she, like, what she would do with um, White Jack and, you know, yeah. they would do their shows. It was probably something similar like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, not super lewd, but probably just, like, you know, just mm-hmm. a little bit... You know, I, I think I, that's that's the impression yeah. I got from that. That sounds so, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so fun. And people just went wild. And then Lenny called Alice, his mom, and told her Rainbow was still at it, and Alice was jealous. Alice is, like, this conversation, she just, she picks up the phone, he's like, hi, and she's like, uh, I have a 25-year-old who wants my body. You know, Ooh, like, wow. she's just, yeah, it's just. Okay, it's too much. It's too okay, much. Hey, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Just a handful of people attended Jess's mother's funeral. She served KFC, potato chips, and cheap red wine. Okay. She didn't bother taking off any time. And when she got back to work that evening, Matt hit on her straight away. She told him to go away. And he told her she should be flattered that he came on to her. Hmm. He promised her another dinner and to tell her why Lenny was fired. And Jess agreed. She actually really needed to talk to someone, and Matt was just going to have to be the one to listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in a tight spot. Yeah. Santino got Eden a beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills. Ooh. He wanted to get her in there as soon as possible so he could have her under his control. And she wanted him to get her into the house so that she could be his kept woman and get her into the movies as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. So they've got their own crazy fucked up shit. Yeah. 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 There you go. After Lenny's show that night, he got home at 2 a.m. and decided to call Eden. Oh gosh. Great. He figured a man would pick up, but this time Eden. (gasps) No way. She'd been asleep and he could tell that she was when she said hello. And he was like, hi, it's Lenny. And I just want to tell you I'm back in your life. Oh. I know. That was smooth. Ooh. That was smooth. All right, chapter 21. Dimitri returned to his apartment in New York. And remember Olympia was staying there? Uh-huh. And Olympia knew just as he walked in, he immediately noticed a cigar burn on one of his antique tables. That was from Vito's that uh-huh. night he came over. He was smoking cigars. But Olympia allowed the butler to take the blame. What a bitch, bitch. man. (laughs) Dimitri was delighted to see Bridget. He loves his granddaughter. And Olympia asked how Francesca was doing. Because, again, she's like, 
has to do that. Dimitri was short with his answer. Um, he was still mad at Francesca, and he didn't want to discuss his personal life with Olympia. He knew if he did, his business would be all over the gossip columns. Yeah. Because that's oh, what yeah. she did. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he did, however, tell Olympia that he saw Lucky. Oh. He did not tell her that he had sexual relations with her. He saw the inside of her vagine. He didn't say that. I saw Lucky. I saw Lucky's vagina. <laughs> As a matter of fact. And then Olympia would go, oh, I've seen it too. Me too. Yeah. Oh Do you God, remember that? I thought about that. Yes. Yes. They were like 16 in their dorm room. Yes. Experimenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Olympia started thinking, can you I imagine? I mean, not like that sex, whatever, but you and your dad have sex with yes. the same person. That is Or you and your mom incredibly And that happens, I think. Oh, a I think lot it does. More than, yes. Ooh, yes. I cannot even imagine. No, that no. is so, so insane. Olympia started thinking back to her ex best friend and asked Dimitri where he saw her. He told her she owned the hotel where he stayed. Olympia scoffed at this and asked if her Gangster father gave it to her. Oh. And Dimitri said she built it, making sure that Olympia knew that all she did was inherit money and marry gold-digging idiots. Uh-huh. Olympia asked how Lucky looked. He was like, her vagina or her face? <laughs> <laughs> Tits, vagina, face, what do you want to know? Looks great. She still has that, uh, <laughs> how you say, birthmark? <laughs> On her uh, side, by her belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Dimitri changed the subject pretty fast. Good idea. Olympia left the room, deciding to send Nanny Mabel and Bridget to Paris with Dimitri the next day so she could recover from the wedding. Remember, the wedding was just a spectacle. Yes. And find an apartment of her own in New York City. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Then her thoughts went back to Lucky. And then to Gino and how she used to fantasize about Gino when she indulged herself. No way. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. If they all coupled up. Oh, what a shit show. (laughs) They could do a double wedding though. Save some money. Save some money. (laughs) You don't get rich by spending. That's right. But then there's that saying, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. So I just don't know what the fuck I to do. I don't know how to proceed oh as my, an adult. Oh, my gosh. She imagined him sucking her tits oh. and then rough sex with his brutal energy. So she's like, this is something she She's you know, thought a about. lot about yeah. this. She was jolted out of her thoughts when Bridget put a Cartier watch in her face from Dimitri. Can you imagine? And then Bridget was crying. She didn't want the Cartier watch. She wanted a Snoopy watch. I mean, she's nine. She okay. Know what the fuck she, yeah. Y'all are so it's out funny. of reality. It's not even funny. All right, chapter 22. Lucky was tired of waiting for Gino to get back to Las Vegas. So she packed up and went to the Canyon Club Hotel in Palm Springs, where she had her own house and pool. Wow. Uh, Lucky wanted to move on from Gino. But he had no intention of it. Gino waited too long on Atlantic City, and they ended up losing the deal. Oh, no. 
Gino loved being at Susan's away from responsibilities. He felt bad for letting Lucky down about Atlantic City, but he wasn't ready to take on a big project just as he was getting married. And also, he was gone for seven years. Right. He's been back. And he right. didn't do really that much no. from Israel. No. So he was just like kind of hanging. He had his, his he's lover. He's like, this is kind of nice. He had a couple dogs. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he's kind of like, you know what? I really don't want to work so yeah. hard. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, all right. Susan told Gino about her financial problems. She did. She did. And Gino felt bad for not asking Susan about how she was doing. Okay. okay. He told her that her problems were their problems. That's exactly what she wanted to hear. Yep. He said he would send his best accountant to clear everything up. And he offered to pay all of her debts. Wow. And she was like, oh, Gino, no. no. Okay, that. well, I'll here, that. I've got a file here if you just want to pass this on to your CPA. No problem. <laughs> and uh, he was like, it's a wedding gift. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Susan couldn't wait until Gino left and vowed that after they were married, she wouldn't allow him to go near her. Ew. Mm-hmm. What a bitch. Mm-hmm. Gino got back to Las Vegas and Lucky was alerted of his arrival. She packed her bags and went to confront him. As soon as he left, as soon as Gino left, Nathan and Gemma cheered, and Susan reminded them that their father put her in a situation that she had to get out of. Susan told Gino she would go to Vegas in a couple of days, but she would use the wedding planning excuse uh-huh. um, to stay in Beverly Hills. Just to, She just didn't want to be around yeah him. He, re- he repulses her so wow there you go all right chapter 23 lenny thought of eden while he waited for her at a drive-in restaurant at the corner of la brea and sunset as he interacted with some hookers looking for their next tricks he thought about the last thing that eden said to him what do you think the last thing she said to him was you're really not even that funny <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're not that off. Oh. She told him he was a nothing loser and a lousy lay. So she was mean. Yeah. He called her names too. He called her a stupid cunt and a talentless dumb bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yet, here he was waiting for her. Unbelievable. And there she was on her way to meet him. Unbelievable. Can't quit you. I don't get it. Man. As he was thinking of the good times, and he was like, oh, no, think of the good times. Don't think about that last conversation. She showed up in a pink Thunderbird with big Jackie O sunglasses and a scarf over her hair. Oh, wow. Um, Now, Jackie tells what they did, like where they went, and I know exactly where they are. Oh. So I've driven this route many times oh fun and so i just added my own little i'm like oh i know they didn't take a left to go to santa monica they obviously took a right to go to malibu so i just added my own little thing in here oh fun and maybe i'm wrong i don't i don't but really i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) they drove down sunset hung a right at the pch pacific coast highways in the palisades there's i think there's like a a van's grocery store right there on the left oh um and drove up the coast looking for a secluded Included place to park. Oh, they're going to go necking? Uh, maybe. Mm. Then Lenny and Eden had sex at the beach. Oh. 
and I'm not talking about the cocktails. Oh, you're talking about the actual I'm act. talking about intercourse. Oh, intercourse in the sand. In the sand. That sounds awful. <sighs> that sounds does. really bad. I know. I, I don't know. know anything about that, and I, I don't just either. avoided that my whole life. I know. I that is just not anything that I want to do. Same but I do dare annoying. you. Next time you're at a bar, yeah, order and everybody out there listening, order intercourse on the beach <laughs> and see what the bartender says. <laughs> Erotic happenings <laughs> on the beach, intercourse on the beach. Okay, got it. Will do. Go. All right. We'll do I'm it. not going to do it. I just want y'all to do it. report back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. All right. Lenny was so excited that he had to recite the alphabet in his head so he would not come in a hurry. Oh, my goodness. And I'm very glad he did recite it in his head. Can you imagine? Oh, my god! There was someone, you're like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Uh-uh. That is like, a I'm no Sex in the City. On. That's a Sex in the City episode right oh, there. Oh, absolutely. That's like the, uh, you fucking bitch, you fucking, yes! what was it? Yes. What do you say? You fucking bitch, you fucking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You whore. whore. Yeah. You fucking bitch, you fucking whore. There, you said it right there. What? <laughs> that was so funny. God, it was so good. That was just the best. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, I thought that was so funny. Um, so there you go. There you go. There you go. Matt got Jess drunk and took her back to his apartment. Oh. She never even had time to talk about what was on her mind. She did tell him that her mom died. And he's still going to take still, advantage of her? I, what well, a douchebag. Just, just wait. Just wait. Just as he was about to force himself on her. So she's passed out on his couch. Oh, my gosh. He stopped. Okay, well, he gets a medal. His conscious took Man over. of the year. He covered her up um, and let her sleep. And at 5.30 a.m., she woke up in a panic. Yeah. She has a baby. She has a baby, exactly. And ran out of there. And when she got home, Simon was crying, and he hadn't been changed. <gasps> He's just, like, in his crib. And Waylon had been partying all night. Oh and she God. decided she was going to have to just get rid of him. Yeah, she, she has to, to get leave. rid of him. Yes. All right, chapter 24. As soon as Lucky and Gino started talking about their future, they started yelling at each other. Mm. They yelled for an hour, Gino telling Lucky he didn't give a fuck what she did, and Lucky telling Gino that she didn't give a fuck what he thought. Okay, okay? got it. They had been in business harmony for a year since Gino's return from Israel, and then they just went back to their old habits, which was disagreeing oh, and that's fighting. That's awful. Remember, she's 28. Yeah. She's, you know, so. Right. There's still some. I mean, I don't know. I just remember. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have, but she's, I wouldn't have been a savvy business. Well, I'm not, I've never been a savvy business woman. <laughs> I mean, I spend my life around five-year-olds, <laughs> which I love. But, you know, at 28, I mean, That's you're tough. still. Yeah. Still kind of learning oh, yourself sure. about. Lucky thought Gino wanted to have his cake and eat it too by getting married and fucking off in Beverly Hills mm -hmm. while she worked and ran the businesses in right. Las Vegas. She told Gino he could buy her half of the Maggiano. Ah, you did it. Or they could just sell and then split. go their separate ways. Yeah. And she needed him to make a decision. Oh, well, good luck with that. Uh, he doesn't like to do that quickly. Uh, well, Gino was mad at Lucky. But he loved her big business balls. I mean. <laughs> then he told her 
he would buy her out. So okay. He made his decision right then and there. Okay. But she needed to understand that one day all of that would be all hers anyway. Uh-huh. You know? And she didn't believe a word of it because he's getting married. Right. Which I, of course, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I get you it. You know? It would go all to Susan. Right. If he didn't strictly put it in. And then, you know, Susan would, you know, fight it. And, you know, that would just be a mess. Yes, okay? absolutely. Gino said to get everything in motion so they could settle up. Oh, wow. Then Lucky told him she wanted the East Hampton house to be all hers. Oh, now, remember that's, that's his Maria, precious house. Yes, that she did not want Gino to take another woman there. Ah. Uh, okay. Gino glared at her. You know, that's he knows his, she's right, though. That, that, yeah, yeah. He was angry, but he agreed to it. Well, it, that she makes a good point. Yeah. So Lucky said that she would buy the house from him. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gino didn't like the way things were headed and said they were acting like a divorced couple. And before they knew it, they would be communicating through lawyers. Um, without skipping a beat, Lucky asked Gino if he had a prenup in motion for Susan. She's like, oh, speaking of lawyers. Mm. Yeah. Gino was offended and Lucky reminded him that California is a community property state. So okay. might want to consider that. Yeah. Gino just said, Jesus Christ. And then Lucky left the room because she knew when to stop. Okay. She, she was like, okay. okay yeah, I, that, we've accomplished a lot here yeah. today. Remember, he has a gun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gino spoke to his accountant and found out about Susan's debts. He called her and said he would take care of everything. Wow. Damn. It's crazy. Susan wanted to plan a big wedding. Gino wanted a small, quick one in Vegas. They would just have to figure all that out. So he, because he's like, "Well, we'll be living in Vegas." Like, I, he's going to lose even think that battle. Yeah, I mean, I think they've been together for like a month. Like they haven't <laughs> figured out. But also, like when you're that rich, yeah, like it's a four-hour drive or like a what thirty-minute, forty-five minute, yeah, plane jet, ride, yeah. jet. You know, it's yeah. like or you know, so it's like uh, just mm. live, just be where you want to be. Just whatever, point. yeah. Um, Susan was also very happy that Lucky was leaving for New York. Oh, I bet. I bet she's very mm -hmm. threatened by her. Mm -hmm. After their phone call, Susan called her lawyers to find out when she would be debt-free. God dang. Yeah. She knew Gino was just the guy to save her, and she could put up with him for a while longer. Oh, In fact, so terrible. she had a lot of practice putting up with men. Here's her backstory. Oh, here we go. When she was 15... She was deflowered by a movie star while her hairdresser mother sat downstairs drinking vodka. Oh, no. Her mother never exchanged money with all the men, but transactions were made. For mm. example, a new car, TVs, clothes, booze, food. Her mother would tell her to go upstairs with Mr. Whoever because he had something to show her. Oh, that's terrible. When Susan was 20 years old, her mother ran a red light and she was killed instantly <gasps> in a collision. Oh. Susan was on her own and started doing extra work in movies. Sure, working as an extra. Working as an extra. Got it. Yeah. That's how she met Tiny. Oh. He divorced his wife. <laughs> oh, so married many Susan. upstanding citizens in this story. And together they climbed the social ladder. Okay. Tiny screwed. And I don't know how, like, if there was an age difference yeah. between them. I'm not really sure. Tiny screwed 
anyone that breathed his way. Unbelievable. And eventually, Susan met a beefy Russian masseuse. Oh. Named Gloria. Oh! <laughs> oh. Beefy Gloria. Uh-huh. Gloria came to the house to ease her neck tension. Oh. And ended up easing more than that. Well, Susan. Mm-hmm. So this led Susan to have affairs with other women. And for the last three years, she had been with Paige Wheeler. No wonder she's repulsed by Gino. A movie producer's wife. However, the women hadn't seen each other in months. Paige was busy playing hostess in her husband's world and ran a small interior design firm. And Susan was busy snagging unsuspected sugar daddies. Yeah. Susan called Paige for a little treat. Mm. She's like, I haven't called. She's all feeling frisky now because she's debt free. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to. I'm going to call Paige. All my worries are gone. Paige, what's up? I'm engaged. Come over. (laughs) And Lucky called Costa. Oh, Costa. She could fly to Miami to talk to him. I love him. All right. Chapter 25. We're going to go to LA to Lenny. Lenny thought he and Eden were back together. Oh, no. You're not back together. (sighs) Eden lied to him and said she had to leave early the next morning because she had a call. Remember, she's on a soap opera or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eden met with Santino's decorator instead, Paige Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay. She had no intentions of being with Lenny because she thought he was a loser. Yeah, that's just plain and simple. Yeah. She wants a man with money sure. that can get her in the movies. And Lenny is not that guy. And she doesn't want anything to do with him. Wow. Um, but she did think that he was way better in bed than Santino. Interesting. But still a loser. Still a loser. Matt asked Jess out to talk. <sighs> okay. Okay. Jess said okay, but not at his apartment. Yeah, good call. Jess wanted to seek out advice on divorcing Wayland. That was what she sure. wanted to talk to him about. She needs that. And was glad that she had someone to talk to, even if it was just Matt. All right. So that's just dragging on. We'll get to all that. That afternoon, Lenny was poolside at the Chateau Marmont and was notified of a phone call. So just imagine, like... I love it. The old phone being yes. brought to you. Oh, my so, God. With a giant long cord. Yeah. I think it was more like, Lenny? Lenny Golden? Are there you Lenny here? Golden out here? <laughs> I will say, you see that in the movies, yeah. you know, in the older, yeah. in the olden days. But I was actually somewhere where that happened. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. And it was so funny. My friend and I were cracking up. That's hilarious. Cracking up. All right. Uh, he jumped up thinking that it was Eden on the Ugh. phone. But it was someone from the Merv Griffin show. Oh, Look at that. They had seen his act, and they offered him a spot on the show. Oh, my goodness. He said yes. He told them he thinks he could fit that into the uh, schedule. Call his agent. I'm work on that. <laughs> I mean, let, me, let me just see what we can work out. He thought about his set, so he was like, oh, my gosh, okay, I've got it. Because, you know, you yeah. can't say the same things you say on TV that you would say in the club. Right. Um, and he was thinking, oh, and Eden will be there, and oh, she'll God. be with she me, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Santino knew Eden had gone out the night before. She lied and said she didn't, and he slapped her. (gasps) Oh. She started to say, how dare you? And he slapped her again. Oh, no. And he told her never to lie to him. Oh, no. Matt finally told Jess about Lucky wanting to fire Lenny. 
Okay. When Jess pressed him for more info, he said that all he knew was Lucky called him at 2 a.m. and told him to fire Lenny. And when this, a Sant'Angelo tells you to do something, you do it. You do it, yeah. And he's he's telling it. the truth. He's like, listen, I don't have any other information. This is I just all had I to know. fire the guy. Jess accepted this and changed the subject. She asked Matt if he knew a lawyer because she needed some advice on how to divorce Waylon. Yeah, yeah. She told him everything about Waylon, and so he called his lawyer and set up an appointment for the next day. Okay. Okay. Um, she had a 12.30 p.m. appointment. Oh, thank goodness. So she fed Simon an early lunch and put him down for a nap, and she left. And Wayland woke up 15 minutes after she uh, snuck out a little bit early to go see the lawyer, and he went nuts when he found out she didn't leave him any money. He tore the house apart looking for money. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think, like, his drug dealer was coming over or something. Oh, my know. gosh. All right, Chapter 26. Bridget got her Snoopy watch and screamed when she found out Olympia wasn't returning to Paris with her. But then Bridget was happy when Dimitri said that she was going to stay with him. Yeah. She didn't want to be left alone with Nanny Mabel. Oh. So I'm wondering if like. She's mean. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's just that she's mean or if there's like something crazy going on. Yeah. But I think it's just she's mean. That night, a free Olympia went to a party with Vitos. Um, there, she met Flash, the lead singer of The Layabouts. Oh. He offered her Coke, and she instantly fell in love. Oh, gosh. So she's like, bye, Vitos. Hello, Flash. Oh, no. All right. Chapter 27, last chapter. Lucky planned to leave after a week and kept things cordial with Gino. So one of the nights before she left, they had dinner together. She thought... If he told her it was over with Susan, then she wouldn't leave. Right. But Gina didn't say that. No. So she's like, all right. All right. Now we're going to go to Matt at his his apartment, hanging out by himself. Nothing crazy going on. Um, He was watching the evening news, and that's when he heard about the drowning. A baby fell in a backyard pool, and his parents were at the police station being questioned. It was Simon who drowned. (gasps) No. Matt grabbed his jacket and left his office. Oh, no. Susan met Paige at one of her clients' houses. I think his name was Ted. It was a movie star. Ted Danza. (laughs) Ted Danson. No. You're thinking of Tony (laughs) Danza. Well, I don't know. This Ted, she uh, has a boyfriend. So I don't know if there's oh, any. okay, okay. I don't okay. know if there's like scandalous Different thing Ted. there. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, Susan loved Paige's special touch. Oh. She loved being with women. She wasn't threatened and didn't feel violated. I understand that. I understand that. that. From her experience, yeah, I get it. she just felt great. Yeah. Susan told Paige she was marrying Gino and Paige agreed that Susan needed a man around, if only to pay the bills. I mean, she's <laughs> not wrong. Then Paige told Susan about her shitty kids, and Susan's didn't seem so bad after that. She's like, oh, okay. Well, well, my kids are doing fine. pretty good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they are. They it don't sounds seem... like they're thriving. Yeah, like they're just normal, like, yeah, you know, but you know, whatever. Uh, Susan called Gino, and he sounded down. She decided to make the wedding happen as soon as possible. 
So, I don't know. All right. Gino thought about his last wives and lovers and wondered if he was making a mistake with Susan. Yes. The answer is yes, Gino. He decided he was not. Okay. Never was good at judgment. There you go. Ugh. There you go. All right. Teaser pleaser. Okay. Jess gets questioned by the police. Lenny gets anxious when he can't locate Eden and returns to Las Vegas for Simon's funeral. Lucky finds out some shocking news. We head into book two, the summer of 1980. And some well-known characters from Chances reappear. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How fun. Yep, so next week we'll start with chapter 28. I don't know how far we'll get, but I know we'll get into book two. Okay. So we will, we will have all that. Good times. stuff from Chances. Oh, but I it's love It's kind of fun, like... You know, reading this now after knowing Chances so well. Yeah. And just. It really is. Remembering all the. Absolutely. The fun things. I mean, you'll read in this episode, uh, once you read these chapters, the, what was the, the senator's, what, Clementine. Clementine Duke. Clementine you know? Duke. Like, yeah. you think, like, Gina thinks about her. So you hear, you know, it's just. It's fun. fun. You're like, yeah. oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. I and then you think about the party. The parties the that things. she had. Yeah. Pro- when it was during Prohibition. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. cool stuff. So that's There fun. you go. I love all a series. Right. I know. I, I love know. how it all kind of comes full yeah. circle. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you for that recap. Well, thank you for listening. Well, anytime. And thank you, <laughs> listeners, for listening. We appreciate you more than you know. And we hope that you have a great week. And we will see mm-hmm. you right here next week. And until then, be as scandalous as possible. And always wear diamonds. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And reach out to us at scandalousdiamonds at gmail.com. We also have a form on our website you can fill out. We want to hear from you. And finally, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.